Hey there, listeners. This is Kelly Noel Mirabella with the Baby Got Bot podcast. Today, I'm going to do something for you. I'm going to play you the audio from a recent Facebook Live I did that was a full compliance breakdown. Now, I think that this is highly valuable. So I didn't go through and like edit a whole bunch of stuff out because everything that was included in here is going to be valuable to you if you're building chatbots. So that's what's going to follow this little intro. But if you do want to watch the full training with video, then I am going to put in the show notes in the little description for this podcast, I'm going to put the link to the YouTube video that is the recording. So you can check that out. So I hope that you enjoy this. And uh, really quick, just a word from our sponsor, and then we're going to roll right into the broadcast. There's a bird, three little birds sat at my window. How's it going, everyone? I don't think that's how we start the show, is it? You know what? Let's start it the right way. Do, 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 do. There you go. What up, Bot Shots? I am so pumped that you are joining me today for another episode of the Baby Got Chat Live Show. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, I pop on and I give you the latest and greatest in chat marketing news. Now, we're going to do something special today. We're not really going to talk news, although it is news in its essence to many of you in the chat marketing space. What we're talking about today, we're actually going to do kind of a training. <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to do a deep dive on compliance. Now you might notice that things are a little simplified today in terms of my show. So if you got a notification, it wasn't crazy. It was here's the link, here's the show notes. And also I don't have a keyword trigger today, but you can access the show notes as well up in the description above. The reason we are simplifying things is because I want the focus to be this big topic about all these blocks that have been going on. Now, I don't know if you knew this, some of you in my Facebook group do, do know this already, but I have actually had two meetings with um, not only ManyChat, ManyChat actually brokered these meetings with myself, Mackenzie Lieberman, Rupert Samuel, and a large amount of Messenger and Facebook reps. So actually ManyChat's Facebook rep was there, as well as a ton of Messenger developers and their teammates. So I've had two meetings with them to really get to the bottom of a couple of things. Um, the meetings were not just about compliance, and trust me, I didn't get as much clarity as you want, but I did pick up quite a bit of information that I think is going to solve a lot of problems. But even further than that, because I knew I was meeting with the ManyChat team and the, the Facebook Messenger team, I also wanted to do my homework. So what I did is I went to the post. If you're not familiar with the post, it is in the show notes. I went to the post that um, Mike Yan did a while back, it was like six weeks ago, asking if your page had gotten blocked and you don't think it was fair, list all the information, how you were using tags, what the, the block was. So I actually went through every single one of those and there were a lot. And there was a lot to learn from going through those posts. I learned that I would say 
anywhere between 70 and 80% of those were legitimate blocks. And unfortunately for the person's page who's getting blocked, they simply didn't know better, which is one of the reasons I want to go over tags with you today. Um, for those of you who may be doing my live video confidence challenge, I just want to be clear that this video is actually not for that challenge. That's later today at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. This is my live show I do every Thursday, but you are welcome to stay and see how I do this show and learn about messenger compliance. So are you familiar? Let me ask you, are you familiar with this post? Uh, we are actually going to do a couple things today. Um, I'm going to break it down for you. We're going to go over kind of the show notes and run of show. And then we are going to overview the tags and, and what that all means. Um, I also gave you some videos that I've done on compliance, but we're going to really break it down. And then you'll notice here that there are two things uh, you might not notice. There's one that says the post we will be referencing. <laughs> we're actually going to go to that post and I'm going to go through several of those use cases. I'm not going to shout people out or call out their name or anything, but I'm going to go through several of those use cases so that you can understand why they were blocked legitimately. And then I am going, and this is without many chat or Facebook telling me, that's just from me looking at it, I can tell they were blocked legitimately. And this is actually a discussion I had with the Facebook team. Um, and then there's also many chat, I don't know if you saw this, they just released a guide, like a huge guide. It's an updated guide to Facebook's 24 hour rule and message tags. I linked to that, it's a 30 minute read. And it, it's not so much, don't think of it as a blog post that you have to spend 30 minutes on, it's more of a true guide. I know for a fact that they worked with their Facebook representative directly to write this guide. And yes, uh, especially Mackenzie and I had quite a bit of feedback on that as well. So without further ado, uh, let's start at the top of our notes today. You have the link to the notes. If you do want to share this out, if there were any live show that you'd want to share out to a community or a friend that is in the messenger space, it would be this show. And obviously I would appreciate your share, but this show, it's not just a show today. We are really going to dive into message tags. I want you to have a very clear picture of what you can and especially what you cannot do under these tags because too many people are getting blocks handed to them and sadly, they are legitimate blocks and you might not know it. And so a lot of people are really frustrated right now. They're like, well, I'm getting these blocks and I shouldn't be blocked. This is unfair. But in fact, in a lot of cases, there are legitimate blocks. That being said, there is a percentage of, of false positives. I've been false positive myself. And I know a lot of people under the confirmed event reminder tag has as well, which is something we brought up with ManyChat or um, with the Facebook team. And we got some clarity around that as well. And trust me, they're working on it. And trust me, if you know anything about me, you know I pushed hard on them. I was not easy on them. I don't care who they are, who they work for. All right. Um, I will also be doing the podcast. Hopefully I'll have time to recap this whole thing in the podcast today, or I'll just pass it on into the podcast. So if you're listening on the podcast, hey guys. Um, and then you can get into next week's show. I think next week we have a special guest. We do. We have a lawyer coming on to talk to us about agency contracts and legal jargon and stuff, things you need legally to run your business. So that'll be a good one. Also, I don't know if you knew this, but I launched a t-shirt shop recently. This is my one of my t-shirts. It's called Heart of an Entrepreneur. It's got a little heart. It says Heart of an Entrepreneur. It's one of the many new t-shirts I've launched. Most of my new t-shirts are for the That's What She Said series or collection. So you should go check that out if you're sassy like 
like me, if you're a female founder, entrepreneur, you might enjoy it. There's some there's some stuff for the guys too, a couple mugs, a couple men's t-shirts, but the first collection was really focused on women entrepreneurs. So check that out. There's a link in there. And then, of course, before we dive in, I have to thank our show sponsor. I want to thank uh, Restream, which is making it possible for me to stream to you. Hi, everyone. Not only here on my Facebook page, but also my Facebook profile, um, another Facebook page. I think Baby Got Bought, uh, two Facebook groups, and YouTube, and Periscope, all at the same time. And all I had to do was push a button. So Restream rocks. Right now, they are doing a 31% off. The link is in the show notes. So if you want to snag that, it's a really easy tool to use. If you've seen my progression on me learning the tool, it took me like one try. And after the first or second episode, I was like, boom, we got this. We got this. Uh, there's also a video in there to show you how to use it. So check that out. Big, big thanks to the Restream team for sponsoring the show. All right. I love it. Good morning. We have Pam Curry is in the house. Pam's one of my favorite people. She might actually be the first person I'm ever going to hire for my chat agency, so that'll be cool. Um, Jose, good morning. Buenos dias. Um, Marcelo is here. Hello. Tay is here. Is it Tay or Ta? I feel like I always mess it up, and then every time I watch your lives from the challenge, I'm like, no, I got to take note of that. She's amazing. Uh, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hello. All right. So we're all here. We got a couple people watching. Great. Are you ready? Here is what I need for you to do. I need you, number one, to share this out. There's no reward for sharing today. I don't have a drawing. There's no reward other than you are sharing something that's very important. Number two, I want you to prepare your questions. There are no dumb questions, only dumb answers. And it needs to be compliance. I really wanna stay on task today. So message tags, compliance rules, what's allowed, what's not allowed. I am by no means saying I have the answers to everything because I don't. But if I know the answer, I absolutely will tell you. Ben's in the house, good morning, Ben. All right, again, this is not the live show uh, or the live challenge, which is at 10 a.m. This is my live show that I do weekly. So let's get into these new these rules. The first thing I want to make really clear, because this actually came up, and I, I'm not surprised this came up in the Facebook group the other day. It doesn't surprise me at all that people don't know the difference. Um, and that's not on you guys. That's just because this is the jargon of the industry. We have what is... The difference between content types and tags, you'll hear a lot of us in the education space throw the word around in terms of compliance as message tags or tags. Message tags are the same as content type. Message tags is what is used in the Facebook documentation. So those of us who have spent a lot of time in the Facebook documentation and meeting with Facebook and doing all these things, we will refer to it as message tags. But if you are not familiar with that, then you might be confused. You might think like the tags we use to tag people in the flow. So it's it's literally just the content type, right? That you're labeling the messages that go out. So I just wanted to make that super clear. It's one in the same so that you understand. I didn't receive a messenger notification today. I sent it to everyone who was in the OTN. So if you didn't receive it, that means you weren't in this particular OTN. And Ryan, yes, Tay is in. The springs. We just had a conversation about that. So let's break down really quick the different message tags or content types. We have the standard message, otherwise known as 
other, okay? So when it comes, this is something I got clarity on yesterday. When it comes to your uh, your flows, you have the blocks, right? Each individual blocks need to be tagged. If there is not a content type tag applied, so if you don't do other or confirmed event reminder or nothing, you leave it blank, it will be considered the same as other. So we got clarity on this yesterday. You do not have to tag it one way or the other, but I would say it's good practice to tag anything that, that is gonna fall like under standard message. I personally, I tag everything as other. Now, what is a standard message? Because again, this is something that is heavily described in the terms of service and, and the documentation that Facebook puts out, but we don't use that term a lot in the ManyChat community. A standard message is a message that falls within the 24 hour range, right? It is promotional often. It is basically anything that doesn't that doesn't have any other tag. It's a standard message. Um, so, so we can have unlimited OTNs. Uh, no, I mean, yes and no. Let's get to that in a minute. Uh, it's, it's on my list. Um, keep those questions coming though. All right, so the standard message is the other. It's it's within the 24 hour range. And you can pretty much send anything you want in the 24 hour range as long as it is not deceptive and it follows the, the platform policy. So you can't do, for instance, you can't send out affiliate links. This is something I learned the hard way. Um, you can't send out you know, information about like marijuana or something like that, things that are against the platform um, rules, just like generally. So those those are all fine, uh, not fine, but obviously anything else, promotional, non-promotional, your content, whatever, 24 hours, go get them, okay? Confirmed event reminder, we're gonna spend quite a bit of time on this one in terms of our examples, because it seems that most people are getting shut down because of misuse of the confirmed event reminder. So we did get a lot of clarity on that in my meeting with, many uh, with uh, Facebook yesterday and we will talk a little bit more in depth than that we have the um, uh, and by the way if you are in my Facebook group or even in the many chat group or you follow me on TikTok, which is the first place I posted it I actually talked about the three things you can't do there's actually more than three but the three main things you can't do when it comes to the confirmed event reminder so let's go over that really quick um, number one and I don't have let's see I do have it written down so I want to do it in the same order as I did it in the group send okay, you can't send messages after the event. So I can't send you under that tag. I could certainly do it if it, the 24 hour window is open, but under that tag, confirmed event reminder, I can't send you like, hey, here's your replay, or here's the notes from the show we did today, or did you miss the show? You should watch it, or hey, join us next week. You can't do any of that. Once the event is over, that's it. You cannot use that tag again for that event. Um, the number two thing is you can't send a confirmed event reminder tag, uh, tagged message to everybody. In fact, you can only send it to the people who have confirmed explicitly, yes, I'm attending that event. <laughs> um, think of it like an Evite or an Eventbrite. They bought a ticket, they're going. Uh, they click the button, yes, I'm confirmed, I'm attending. Like, you know, these sort of things. And it's a real event. And that brings me to number three. Your latest blog post, your new YouTube video, your latest content piece, your coupon of the week or menu highlight of the week, those are not events, my friend. They're not. And you can sit here and argue with me all day long about why those are an event. But trust me, it's been made very, very clear on the Facebook side, they don't care what you think your, your content is. It is not an event, so stop using it that way. 
Okay, and it doesn't matter if people say, yeah, I want that content. You can't use this tag. You have to use the tags correctly. Otherwise, you will get shut down. All right, let's move on. Account update and post-purchase update. These are very transactional notification-based um, messages. Most people will not use these tags unless you have like an e-commerce store, like a Shopify store. So for instance, a post-purchase update, a post-purchase update is not something that you can just send, you know, the product under our post-purchase update. First of all, you cannot send, you cannot sell digital products on the messenger platform, period. So if you're selling it and then delivering it through messenger, that's, that's not a good plan. Okay. Um, so don't do that. But the post purchase update is more for, okay, I bought a t-shirt. Let's say you went to my store and you bought this awesome heart of an entrepreneur t-shirt. You bought the t-shirt immediately. It's going to send you a message that says, here's the confirmation in your receipt under the post purchase update. And then when it, when it ships or it's fulfilled, you'll get a notification. It's just been fulfilled and shipped. And then maybe a final one that says you should have just received, here's your tracking number. You know, you should have just received your product. It's not, what did you think of that product? what did you think of this purchase? Do you want to go check the, if you like this, you'll like that. No, it's not what it is. And the account update, same. This is, this is more for, um, things that might've changed in the account like they need to change their password or, you know, like there has been a hack or something like that, like uncommon things that might happen in the account. Um, a human agent is only with the API. Uh, by the way, all these tags are only through the API. So if you're just going straight through the messenger or the Facebook inbox, none of these apply. You don't have to worry about this, but the human agent is for like our live chat and many chat. You have seven days as a human to respond to inquiries from a person from a user. So if they say something like, Hey, um, are you guys open on Friday? <laughs> and it's like Sunday and you're not open. So you don't see the message until Monday. Well, you, you're fine. So you have seven days to respond to someone. All right. So next up is the OTN one time notification. It should be clear. In fact, let me write this here. Um, also known as OTNR. They're one in the same an OTN OTNR. They're exactly the same. We call it an OTN one time notification. It's called an OTNR on the dashboard. So it's the exact same thing. And this actually is something that uh, Facebook is really focused on right now. Um, something they made very, very clear is obviously the OTN has to be for the specific thing that you have opted in for. For instance, how many of you got a message today saying, hey, here's your notification. Kelly's live right now. She's talking about compliance for the Baby Got Chat live show. You were in an OTN for this show. You had signed up because you wanted a notification for today's show, right? So if you had that token in your jar, and I'll explain the jar in a minute, then I was able to send you something that took a token out. Um, but I couldn't, for instance, today at 10 a.m., I'm, I'm doing my, my live video confidence challenge. I can't use the took the OTN that's for this show for that. That is a different event or a different topic. So let me explain my token and jar. Imagine you have a jar, an empty jar and a handful of marbles. Every time someone clicks on that OTN, they add a marble, also like a token, right? They add it in there. Now, when I am ready to send out that message, I'm gonna grab that token and each jar is just for that event, right? You have different jars for different OTNs. So I'll say, okay, I want to use this OTN. I'm going to take that token out. So you can have more than one token for that event, but they have to have clicked yes 
more than once, right? And that's why I actually use the same OTN every single week, but you have to actually click it every single week to re-up it. It's like filling your tank. Otherwise, you won't receive the message. Keep those, those comments coming, by the way. I will get to them. And then the comment reply is really, um, is, is just pertains, it's not really a message type, but I mean, it's a message type, but it's not a message tag in the terms of compliance, but I wanted to add it in there because it is something we use under content type for the growth tool, uh, comment growth tool 2.0, okay? Whew, that was a lot and we haven't even gotten started. <laughs> I hope you're ready. Um, okay, so I have here two things I want you to be referencing. Um, we have, I do have videos, videos for compliance if you guys wanna get into that later. But the posts that we'll be referencing, I'm gonna actually be opening up this post. We're gonna go through those examples and I'm gonna explain to you what's going on in several of them. And then I do recommend you go and you look through the guide that they give you. All right, let's see, we had a question. For the confirmed event tag, how does Facebook verify that people opted in? This is an excellent question um, because this is actually one of the reasons that I attended this meeting. This is something I definitely pushed hard on them because I personally used to use the confirmed event tag all the time for this show, for my live show. And um, if you want it for your live show, if you want it for your YouTube. And one of the things I asked them is like, do I have to use like a third party, like Eventbrite or something to send that signal to prove to you that this is an actual event? Because let me explain my process. You come in, you confirm, yes, I want to attend your live event, your live broadcast, boom. And then I tag you and I'm only sending to those people. So here's what they told us. They said, obviously mistakes happen and we want to get you know less of that, but be so clear in your copy that this is an event that they have opted in for. So when you're literally like super duper clear about it, you're like, hey, um, this is this is your reminder for the event that you um, said you wanted to attend that, you know, da, 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 on this date at this time, you know, they want you to put all that information. Something Mackenzie and I were pushing back on them and even Rupert had said, like they need to maybe create an internal process where maybe if it's an event, we can fill out in many chat, here's the event and stuff, which would follow that tag. Um, we brainstormed a lot of things. As of right now, if you're going to use the confirmed event reminder, um, just make sure your copy that you're using to send the, the message under that tag is super duper clear about what it is. Because obviously your page sends out other messages and other signals and the algorithm needs to be able, or not the algorithm, the bots need to be able to differentiate quickly. Um, I've also been told that, that they are going to be giving us human agents or, or human people who are gonna be looking and over those cases um, where there's questions. So the clearer you can make your confirmed event reminders in terms of, hey, you this is the event, here's the details, you know, that that is the better that is. Oops, sorry. Okay, so the more information to the confirmed event reminder you are, we're correct in how you are doing the events. Yes, so the clearer, the better. Like as explicit as you possibly can. So if I'm gonna send you a reminder about an event I'm having today, but it's not, the, the actual event hasn't started yet, maybe it's in the morning, I'm gonna say, hey Pam, I am so excited to have you come to this event that you have confirmed that you are coming, the Kelly's Super Training at 5 p.m. today. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you and you know, whatever. I'm, I'm like putting these like this event title at 5 p.m. on this date or today. This is your reminder that we will be doing this. 
just put, make it so ridiculously clear, not just for the end user, but like for Facebook, for them. Make it clear to them that that is exactly what this is and do not send it to everyone. Only send it, like I said in the rules of three things you can't do, only send it to those people. I'm just doing a confirmed event reminder as we speak, so I'll be doing this. Yeah, so be very careful. Now, we did say, hey, this is the number one thing that people are getting blocked on when they shouldn't be. And so um, they said, yeah, that's something that we're also working on. But if you do get a block, just make sure that you, you, you know, try to get all that documentation and get it to them. So there's always going to be a risk, especially right now, because they're really trigger happy, but they are trying to figure out, figure this out. But honestly, from what I've seen from this post we're about to dive into, um, it's, it's not so much of a problem as we initially thought. Um, because so many people think they're unfairly getting blocked when they're not. And we'll get into that. All right. So Deepak asks, so different OTNs for different events as possible through the same account. Absolutely. I have OTNs set up for my this show. I have OTNs set up for my podcast that goes out later. Many of you have seen that OTN where you're like, yeah, I want to get notified. I have OTNs when I do giveaways. I have OTNs when... Um, for my, for my challenge today. So yeah, you can, but here's the thing about OTNs. The OTN, the, the block, the message you send can only be that thing. It don't like cross sell and stuff. So a best practice I would say is if you're going to connect an OTN to something else, like a standard message, do it in a separate flow. So I hope that makes sense. So you're gonna broadcast out your OTN and if you wanna connect it to another flow, Connect it to another flow. Don't connect it in the same flow. I know that I've been told by ManyChat that it, they don't differentiate it, but I'm telling you with the way that Facebook was talking about OTNs, they were very, very clear and they repeated it several times that you should not be promoting other things or cross-promoting or trying to get people to do other things other than that one OTN thing. So just be really conscious of that, that yes, the OTN can open the window. And I actually asked that if I open the window with an OTN, can I then send additional messages? And they said, yes, but just keep in mind that they also said like, hey, don't, don't use the OTN improperly because people have been blocked for that. Is the trigger happiness due to lack of agents? Um, they didn't really specify. You know, Facebook is is mysterious. I think a lot of it is their, their learning. Um, I think a lot of it is because their algorithms and their bots have changed because, and they didn't say this, this is more at my assumption and you know what they say about assumptions. Uh, because of the things going on with the politics in the United States especially, um, their bot formula has changed. So I'm thinking that that kind of created some stuff. And also there's been a lot of people getting blocks for improperly using it, which you're going to see because we're about to dive into that. And because of that, some of us, and I say some of us because I have gotten a block that was um, unfair and I've actually cleared that up with them and they agreed um, that, yes, uh, it's going to happen, unfortunately. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to hit my sound there. All right. So let's jump into this post. This is where I'm going next. I want to go through some of these. So if you want to play along or you just want to listen, I'll tell you the case, the case that we're going to go through at one at a time. So um, he posted this back in September. He was saying, basically, we've had an uptick of page blocks. We want to investigate further, which they have. I mean, I've been in two meetings with Facebook Messenger team and ManyChat that they've facilitated uh, because they do want to fix this. Trust me. They would not meet with me and Mackenzie and Rupert 
um, in the ManyChat team with that many, like they had so many developers in the room, it was crazy. Um, they wouldn't do that if they didn't really want to fix this and figure it out. Plus they were asking us a lot about features that we would like to see. And we were like, okay, the, real quick, the things that Mackenzie and I told them is we want to see an ability to do our marketing stuff. So, you know, they don't want to do that. I want you to understand something. Their, um, I don't know, it's not their goal, but you know, their, the, the foundation of what they want Messenger to be is a one-to-one -one experience, a user initiated experience. So when I ask them, I tell them the biggest reason I'm seeing the confirmed event reminder and the user update tags, or not user update, the account update tags and post-purchase update tags being abused is that people are trying to send out their marketing material, like their content. So their YouTube videos, their blogs, you know, things that they, you, the, the business deems as valuable, and I do this because it's not always valuable, but Facebook sees as promotional. Um, so if we could solve that, that would solve a lot of this problem. And they're like, well, does that align with what we want to do? And I said, that is only a decision that you can make. But I could tell you right now, if you could create some way of facilitating an easy way for users to opt into that if they truly want it and to easily opt out if they no longer want it, then that could solve a lot of problems. And they made a very valid point that, you know, how many of us have signed up for stuff that we said we wanted and then we're just inundated with stuff and then we start ignoring that platform. So I understand and I hope that you understand as well their hesitation towards allowing us to just send out marketing materials and what have you. I know it's frustrating from a business point of view, but I've been in this business long enough to know, 14 plus years by the way, long enough to know that when people, whether they want stuff or not when they start getting inundated with stuff they ignore they ignore the platform they stop utilizing the platform and you have something like email with low open rates and people are just overwhelmed Facebook doesn't want messenger to be like that so I can understand both sides of that coin I just wanted to preference that all right let's continue let me find a good one let's go through some of these um, okay, so here's one. I'm not going to read the names. I'm just going to go through the cases. The only message tag, that, these are all blocks, okay? The only message tag that we are using is the post-purchase update, which is being sent in a sequence after three days, someone is confirmed to have purchased through Messenger, except for that we do a broadcast once per month with an OTN. The way they're using the OTN is correct. They are allowed to broadcast with the OTN. The problem that we're seeing now is they're saying they're using a post-purchase update after three days, which is fine. That Everything seems fine, right? But then they tell us what the message is. The message is, um, hey, did you get your product? As I, Now this is a super gray area, but they got blocked. So let's not call it a gray area, it's wrong. You cannot follow up with a purchase under the post-purchase update with, hey, did you get your product? Instead, you should be sending tracking information. You should say, your order should have arrived today. Here's your tracking information. You see the differentiation here? That's why this page was blocked. And I actually responded to that one, I believe. Yep, I did. Um, let's see, next one. The confirmed event updates are always my favorite. Here's a good one. All right, the next one. The violation is message tags after 24 hours. They said they use the confirmed event update. I use them to submit sample lessons because the, fir the first users accept sample lessons per week from my site. Lessons, not events. I want you to remember that. 
The message is something along the lines of first name, how to make milk tea recipe. Click on the button below to open it. Um, okay, so what they're basically saying is they got a, a violation for misuse of tags outside the 24 hours. They were using a confirmed event update tag and they were sending like a recipe or a lesson and that's it. Doesn't matter if the user wants it or not. They didn't specify that, but it doesn't matter. Because remember the three things I told you you can't do. You cannot send a non-event. A recipe, a lesson, these are not events. You cannot use the confirmed event reminder for that. I did respond to this person as well. Someone had to, right? <laughs> All right, the same one. Let's look at this one. I'm just scanning through because some of them I wasn't able to help with. And I don't want to waste everyone's time. All right, so this person also is using the confirmed event reminder. So it says, um, I've been using a message tag since March 2020. This is an argument I hear a lot. People are like, well, I've been using it for a long time. Why all of a sudden? Just because you have gotten away with it for so long doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean you're using it correctly. It just means that the bots finally scanned your page. They're not always scanning every page. It's like in waves. The other argument I've heard people say as well, I, didn't, I wasn't sure it was right. I didn't know, but these other pages are getting away with it. Do not base your page, how you're using tags on what other pages are getting away with. Do you think that argument's gonna work with Facebook when you go to appeal? Oh yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. Maybe it's not the right way, but those people are using it. They're gonna be like, so? Like, it's still wrong, right? So just because it's like your sibling like hits you and you hit them back. Is mom gonna be like, I mean, that was fair. Or you're like, no, neither of you should be hitting. It's wrong, it's against the rules. I got a question here from Daniel. What about doing confirmed event reminders for an event they've registered for, but that a series like a five day challenge is better? Yes, and I know I think you asked me this question. This is something we have not gotten clarity on. This is actually a use case that we requested better tools for. Um, Mackenzie actually brought it up in our train or in our meeting yesterday with, with Facebook and um, basically they didn't have a very good answer for us. Um, my advice based off my conversation with them is to not use the confirmed event reminder with series for now. Our argument to them was this is legit. And they seemed to be like, yeah, but they also seemed real new to the idea. Like they were still, yeah, you know, so I wouldn't play that game with them right now. I would real, and I know it's a pain in the butt. Trust me, I am in the middle of a challenge right now and doing OTNs for everything has been a pain in the butt. And when I'm done, I'm gonna do a whole video on and do lessons around it. But I personally, and what I would recommend for you, just based off my conversation with Facebook, is I would stay away from confirmed event reminders when it comes to your um, challenges. I know it sucks, it sucks. Maybe use a confirmed event reminder for like the launch day, like the launch party, like the first event, and then just get them every day from then on to opt into an OTM. There's, there's not a lot of recourse, it's, it's troubling. All right, let's go back to this story. Okay, so uh, live reminders, I reduced the number of OTNs. We're asking for an OTN as part of the message on every comment growth tool. Um, they thought at first that would be the problem. I've been using message tags since March, 2020 without incident. Again, it doesn't matter. Um, the tag I used was event update. Historically, we have given subscribers a way to opt out, doesn't matter, and tag them with no more reminders. The tag is always used in our broadcast. 
uh, conditions. We are sending reminders like, I am live now, want to join me, using a combination of the OTN and the event update. We only broadcast the event tag message to subscribers historically tagged for Facebook Live reminders. A ramit of the good old days. Yes, the good old days, you could do this. You can't do this anymore. The FB Live or Join Me button opens a conversation offering the link to the page. All right, so basically what we're looking at here is they are doing something that We've talked about so many times in my Facebook group for over a year now about this gray area. It's no longer a gray area. Trust me, I got clarity on it. The gray area was if you had a series, and I used to, te I tested this out. Trust me, as an educator, I've tested everything under the sun. Um, that is, is gray area. Um, and I've always told you guys, don't do this because of what I've learned. If you have a series on a show, let's say like I have this live show every single Thursday. Once you, the idea is once you opt in once for the show, even if you're explicit and says, hey, every week I'm gonna send you a message. And they're like, yeah, buddy, you can't do that. Even if you had an unsubscribe, you cannot do that. Uh, before it was considered gray. Now I'm telling you right now, it is bad, don't do it. Like, trust me, don't do it. So that's why that happened. Specific event. I have explicitly confirmed I am attending this specific event. Okay, try to find some more that I've done uh, or that we can go through. Is this helpful to you guys? Do you want me to keep going through these? Please let me know. I don't want to bore you. Um, I want to make sure that you're getting value out of this. I found a lot of value going through these case studies uh, or these cases of people getting blocked just as an educator on what I can do to help you guys. And I thought this, there's so many people and it's not these pages fault. I don't believe that any of these pages purposely are trying to break the rules. And I don't think you are, or I am either. I think there's a small percentage of people who will try to break the rules and those people suck. And if that's you, you suck. But most people I don't think are trying to break the rules. And I would say probably 100% of the people in this in, that are getting blocks in this feed that we're going through, they're not trying. They just don't understand. And that's why I want to really like, I want to go through this with you. I find it so important. And honestly, if you're not willing to go through this with me or not willing to read the documentation or not willing to watch one of the many videos, myself, Mackenzie, other educators, many chat just released that giant guide. If you're not willing to do the work to learn the compliance, please do not complain when you get blocked because I'm going through these right now and these blocks are legitimate blocks. I'm glad you guys are finding this helpful. I will continue through a couple more of these then. <laughs> yeah, the OTN is a confusing nightmare. Why, why don't you do me a favor? Sandy, tell me what you find confusing about the OTN. Let's discuss it. This is your opportunity, please. Let me know um, and we will discuss it. Okay, this is a great example of another. Again, a lot of these are confirmed event reminder. It doesn't surprise me at all. This person is um, untagged. Do, 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 do. Okay, they're using a confirmed event reminder and the message they're sending out is, hi, Ricky uh, here. Did you check out the masterclass? If not, here's the link to the replay while it's still available. We do not know why it was not compliant because it was an event update. Remember my three rules of things you can't do with a confirmed event update? Rule number one, can't send any messages after the event under this tag. This is an easy fix too. And people are like, what, but the replay, the replay. <laughs> this is such an easy fix. All you have to do is when you have the ability to send out the confirmed event reminder, hey, we're live right now, or we're gonna be live later today, 
just add and keep them in the bot one extra step, open the 24 hour window, and then use a standard message to send out your replay. It's that easy to fix it. It's really not a complicated fix. And I know that some of you are like, but it's complicated. And I, I'm not trying to bash you because trust me, if you were never given that idea, you probably are right now going, oh yeah. <laughs> um, it's an easy fix. You cannot send a, um, we, oh, good question about human agent just came up. We'll get to it. You can't send messages after, but you should always, as I've told many of my students in the Baby Got Bot community, and my students who actually pay for my courses and my intensives, you have to think three steps ahead. Don't just think about getting them into the event. Think about opening the window so that you can send replays and cross-sells within the standard message window. Think about getting them on your email list and your SMS as backup because God knows what's going to happen, right? Think about how can I utilize an OTN? So if you're doing like, say, a drawing, maybe through a comic growth tool, which we've done on the show, we're not doing it today. Uh, they come in through the comic growth tool. Great. Enter your drawing. I get their email every time I do a drawing. And then I'll say, hey, would you also like to be notified via messenger if uh, for who the winner is? If so, click on that OTN, click on the notify me. So always be thinking those three steps ahead because then you're always thinking about the next step. And that's what strategists do, right? We're not just bot builders. We are strategists. We need to strategize the full picture of our, our main goals, not just the one campaign goal. I'm going to answer this question. Um, before we move on to other examples. I did not understand about human agent tag in those seven days. Great, let's revisit this because this was confusing for a lot of people when it first started and it wouldn't surprise me if you're not alone. Just because I understand it doesn't mean everyone understands. That's why we're here, right? By the way, I hope that my mic isn't too blown out. Sometimes when I wear the lapel, it sounds like poop. <laughs> you guys let me know. Okay, so when you're receiving messages, Hold on. Hi. No. Close the door, please. I don't need the distraction right now. Go downstairs. Thank you. Kids, am I right? That you go on camera and all of a sudden they want to be involved. Um, okay, let's get back to the the um, human agent. So there's basically two ways when you're using ManyChat and Facebook to check your messages. You have the Facebook page inbox, the native inbox. There are no rules in the native inbox, except for obviously platform rules in terms of you can't send like drug paraphernalia and you can't sell digital products, but, um, and you still can't do affiliate links, but you, um, with the human agent tag is for the API, meaning any external tool, any third party tool, many chat, chat fuel, mobile monkey, Agora polls, anywhere where you're managing messages outside of the native inbox, that's when you start falling into this realm. So if you have a human agent, that would be me. Hi, I'm a human. Any human <laughs> is responding to a user who has messaged your page for any reason, for any question. You have seven days to respond to that person before you no longer are allowed to respond. By the way, after those seven days, if you still wanna respond, guess what you can do? You can go to the native inbox. So that's the difference. I hope that helped clear that up a little bit. So you let me know. And if not, we can talk about it some more. Keep bringing me those great questions, you guys. Um, this is your time. I'm not always gonna spend this much time on compliance on my live show, you know this. But this is your time to ask questions. Let's keep going through these case studies while I wait for your questions. Let me find another good one here. <laughs> 
There were a lot of them that I couldn't answer because they didn't give enough information. If you are going to um, give information about this, we need to know what tag you are using. Um, by the way, I have a post in my Baby Got Bot community if you want an answer to your block question. Um, but I'm very clear that if you don't give me this information, I can't help you. Um, what was the violation? Typically, I don't even need to know what the violation is. If you blocked, all I really need to know is what tag were you using and how were you using it? What were the messages, the actual messages and the goals involved with that? All right, let's see. <clears throat> okay, so this person was using a confirmed event re reminder used correctly since it's an upcoming travel tour. Now I tried to get clarity on this one. The page was restricted because of this and I wondered, I asked the question, did the user confirm that they will be attending the travel tour or was it more of um, an upcoming information about an upcoming tour? And they said the second one, they said it was information about an upcoming travel tour. Um, and they said they haven't sent anything outside the 24-hour window. This is actually, I'm very glad that they said this. So here's the, just to recache, because I know that could have been confusing. The page was using a confirmed event reminder, but within the 24-hour window. They were using it to tell all their subscribers about an upcoming event that those subscribers have not confirmed they're attending. The problem is not that they're using the, I mean, the problem's not that they're uh, inside or outside of the 24-hour window. If you're sending messages inside the 24-hour window, tag it as other, you're fine, you can do whatever you want. But because they tagged it as a confirmed event reminder, it negates the fact that you are being in the 24-hour window. Because you cannot, again, my three rules, right? You cannot send a confirmed event reminder tagged messages, regardless of where it falls in or outside the 24-hour window. You have now tagged it as a confirmed event reminder. You follow the rules of confirmed event reminder. You cannot send a message to people who have not confirmed to attend that specific event. Does that make sense to everyone? So that's why this person, and I'll have to go back and answer them, that's why. So if you're sending messages but you're like, but it's inside the 24-hour window, then just use the, the other tag. There's no reason that you should even be using any other tag. You're within the 24-hour window, who cares? But once you use that tag, you fall under that rule. That, that is the boss. That supersedes the 24-hour window. That's what I'm trying to say. So if a subscriber writes, and I do not reply within 24 hours, I have seven days to reply, but from the fan page chat, it should not be done from the many chat. No, no, no. No, no, no. So if the subscriber writes and you do not reply within 24 hours, you can use live chat inside a many chat for up to seven days to respond to them. If outside of that seven days comes, then it doesn't matter as long as you're in the inbox, the native inbox. Native inbox doesn't have a limit. The live chat has a seven day limit on many chat. Are we clear? If we're not clear, please let me know because we'll do it. We'll do this. A couple, we'll tango. It's fine. I want you to be really clear. This is great. You're giving a lot of clarity. I'm glad. Share this out. This has got to be helpful for more people, right? Okay, here's another question. Ooh, that's a big one. All right. I saw something about the Comic Grow tool that sends the same message to everyone, and that could get us banned. I don't think it's the Comic Grow tool, but the labels on the messages, as you're commenting on your YouTube video, Trish, I think made a video, but she didn't use tags. Okay, so um, the Comment Growth Tool 2.0 just this week updated 
And now we can not only send the message, which is fine, but we can also send a, like a comment reply. I don't think I'm doing it on this one. I don't have a comment tool on this video, but I have it on other videos. Like yesterday I did my challenge and people commented, they would get, I would, it would automatically like their comment and respond, hey, I sent you a message via Messenger, go check it out. And then they would also get an opt-in message inside a Messenger. So there's two things that are going on with this question that could be going on. And since we're not face-to-face, -face, I'm just going to make assumptions. I'm gonna tell you both. Um, there's that, right? People are concerned that if we're responding with the same message, because we can't customize the message, we're talking about on the post, like a reply to the post, like if I'm typing a reply to you on this post. Um, it, you can't customize that message. It's the same for everyone. That could flag to Facebook, hey, this is a problem. I don't foresee that as a problem. I'm gonna tell you why. Facebook and ManyChat meet regularly. And when I mean regularly, at least once a week, they are meeting. I guarantee you, they would not have rolled that feature out if Facebook didn't say it was okay. 100% guarantee you, 100%, okay? Now, the other side of the coin. If someone is getting blocked and they believe that it's the comment growth tool, it's likely not what we just talked about. It's likely that they're not utilizing the comment growth tool correctly. I have actually have a video on how to set up the comment growth tool 2.0. If you go to my channel, the last video I did will actually show you the full steps with the new features um, and link to the original video I did that explains this. But in my notes, you'll see that there's something called a comment reply. It's a content type that we tag comment reply. In order to be compliant with the comment growth tool, here are the things you must do and why you might get blocked if you don't do it. You must, you comment a certain word, right? I send you a message. This message I'm sending you is not the main message. I am not sending you the, hey, thanks for, you know, let's say I'm giving away a guide. Here's the link to the guide. You can't do that. You must buffer it with a, a um, confirmation. So it's usually something like, Jonathan, thank you for your interest in my guide. Before I send that to you, I need to confirm it's okay for me to send you a message via Messenger. Are we cool? Yes or no, or just yes. I usually just do a yes button. They click yes. Now we have subscribed, we have said yes. Now I can send you the link to my blog or to that PDF or to my Instagram page or whatever. But the mistake I'm seeing a lot of people make, and by the way, that opt-in message is what you would, the content type of that opt-in message is the comment reply. Everything after that would fall under other standard message. So what I'm seeing, thank you for that, Pam. <laughs> she wrote the comment link tool in there. So what I'm seeing if people are getting blocked is that they are trying to put the promised thing in the confirmation message or they're trying to skip the confirmation message or they're trying to use the confirmation message as a regular message and that is not okay. You absolutely have to have a separate confirmation message, yes, then deliver the goods. Does that make sense? Are we cool? So that's what I would like for you guys to really focus on when it comes to that. And by the way, there's the link, uh, comment go to a 2.0. Thank you. Is that necessary even if they're already a subscriber? It is, I've tested it. <laughs> Everyone who uses the comment growth tool must go through a confirmation tag. And I'm gonna give you a little side trick that I do is if I also, I don't always do this because sometimes I'm lazy, but a good practice, a best practice would be if I'm also going to connect an, an, 
a comic growth tool and other triggers, let's say I do a ref URL or a QR code, I would actually just copy the entire flow and have a separate identical copy but without the confirmation message for anything that's not a comic growth tool because the comic growth tool is the only thing you need a confirmation message and we always want the user experience to be as seamless as possible so when it's not necessary skip the step but you have to do it in a different flow does that make sense but when it comes to the comic growth tool it doesn't matter if they are a current subscriber. It doesn't matter if they are within the 24-hour window. If they come in through the Comic Growth Tool, the first message always is going to be a confirmation message. Now, you can customize that confirmation message. You could be like, hey, welcome back, Daniel. So pumped that you revisited my wonderful world of Messenger over here in my Messenger experience. But before I send you that information, I'm going to need you to confirm it's cool to still send you messages, right? We can have a different message for people who are subscribers but they still have to confirm. <laughs> yes, yes I do. In fact, I have a couple options. Let's take a quick break, keep your questions coming. Uh, for those of you who want to learn this stuff or want to like have my brain on speed dial, you have options. Right now, um, I have a beginner's guide, which is pretty in-depth. We don't go super into this stuff as much. There is a compliance section. It's a beginner's guide. It's going to teach you all about how to use ManyChat for, for basic, I mean, like to build bots. Um, I'm told it's far more advanced or it has a lot more than some thousand dollar courses. It's like 200 bucks. Or um, in the show notes, you will notice, I want to say it's at the bottom of the show notes, but I don't know. It says, get in one of my intensive sessions. I have just launched three intensive sessions. The first one is sold out. The one on December 10th and 11th is almost sold out. Um, they are priced differently for a reason. I'll explain that in a minute. But the intensives are dedicated to you and me time. It's small group, 10 people or less. Um, if I don't get at least five people, though, I, I will cancel the event. Um, but 10 people or less, and you get me all day. It's a one-day intensive from 9 a.m. until I think six, 5 or 6 p.m. Looks like 5 p.m. 9 a.m. Pacific time to 5 p.m. And via Zoom, it's interactive. You will be present. You will take the day off from everything else because I am going to. And you will learn everything I can teach you in that amount of time about chatbot building, about different scenarios and chatbots, about this sort of stuff, really getting you clear and getting your questions answered. And then the second half of the day is dedicated to agency stuff. We're gonna talk about things that not everyone talks about either. We're gonna talk about mindset. We're gonna talk about um, confidence, two things that you don't think right now. You might be thinking, that's fluffy. No, those are the most important keys to pricing and getting clients and running a successful business. And we'll be talking about those things too. So if you want in on those, my December 2nd, from, which is a full day, is got nine seats available. And the link is in there. Um, and then I have one on the 10th and the 11th. They're split days. So they go from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time. I did that because I have a lot of Australians and New Zealanders and people in other time zones. Maybe you want to mix it up. So day one would be a, uh, bot stuff. Day two is agency stuff. And that is got two seats left. Um, the December 10th and 11th one, I think off the top of my head, is $394 and that is because it is being run as a beta because I'm doing it it's the first time I'm doing a split this December 2nd one and yes I realize it's before the 10th and the 11th is at $594 which is still low beta pricing because as of 2021 all these prices will go up for full days 
Um, and that's because I'm running actually next Friday, the first, the, the beta test for that. So that'll be exciting. So there's the information. So if you are wondering how you can learn more about bot building and agency stuff, the intensives I think are well worth that kind of money. Well worth it. You make that decision though, or you can go to, I know that she, she put it up somewhere. I thought she put it up, there it is. Or you can go here and I have several courses there. There's courses on all kinds of stuff in there. So there you go. All right, so more questions. Here's a good one. I do a weekly webinar series every month. Some people attend for two to three months before signing up. What I hear you saying is I can't notify them with the OTN we're live unless they re-opt in, correct? Each OTN can only be used once. Again, you have a jar. Let's call it the webinar jar, because it's your webinar. And every time I click on an OTN, this is my jar for your webinar, every time I click on your OTN for that webinar, a token gets dropped into my jar or a marble, however you want to envision that. And maybe I click the button three times. Bloop, bloop. There was already one in there, so that's three. There's three marbles. I need to get a jar, because I use this analogy a lot. Now, you are ready to send out a notification for this event. You're going live, webinar's going live. You're gonna reach into that jar and you're gonna pull out one of those marbles. So now you have two tokens left in this scenario. Boop. So the next time, I got two marbles left. Boop, right? Tokens can only be used as many times as someone gives them to you to use or wants them, asks for them. Kelly, from the native Facebook chat, the 24-hour rule does not apply. Correct. I can contact Manuel at any time. Correct. These rules are for the API. They are not for the, the native inbox. That is correct. Okay, let's get back to our post because we have still, mm, we're rounding the corner here. So get your questions in now. We are going to be ending soon because I do have other things to do this morning that I have to make sure that I'm doing. All right, let's go in here. I'll find a couple more to give you. All right, here's another one. They're using the confirmed event reminder. Win these amazing prizes. You have the chance to win either my The Ultimate Facebook Funnel mini course or the five-day launch challenge course for your digital product before you create it worth $297. Find out more about the condition in this video. Join me here, click the button below. This is the message they're sending out. The winner will be announced next Sunday, the 16th of October. They use the event update for this. You can't do that. What's one of my three rules? These three rules will save you a lot of heartache, right? If you don't know what they are, then they're in the Facebook group. They're also my Facebook group, Baby Got Bot. If you're not in my Facebook group, boo. Where are you at? Come on over, baby got bought. Um, and in this case, we don't want to send messages. There's a lot of things going on here. Uh, we don't want to send messages for non-events. This is a non-event. Your sale, your drawing, it's a non-event. And they're sending it to people who didn't explicitly confirm that they want to attend this non-event. So this is two things that were wrong. How should this have been done instead? Is that you could do a paid broadcast. I would actually definitely do a paid broadcast for something like this. This is a great example of the type of thing you could do a paid broadcast for. Run it for like a week, get people in. And then when they come in, say, if you want to know how to win or who won these prizes, OTN it up, right? So a paid broadcast, 24-hour window would work in here. Um, but yeah, you can't use the confirmed event reminder. In fact, there's no tag 
outside of the 24 hour window that you can use with this unless you have an OTN. And for those of you wondering, well, how do I get an OTN if they're outside the window? You have to get the OTN inside the 24 hour window. And the way you're doing that is again, reiterating what I've already said, think three steps ahead. And don't, and do not just, I, I just had this thought so I know other people are thinking it, which is evil. Don't do this. Don't create general OTN that you could just use generally. It has to be for a specific thing. I have an OTN for this specific show. I have an OTN for drawings, uh, for a specific drawing that someone might have entered. I have an OTN for this week's podcast episode. I have an OTN for my challenge and for each day of my challenge, I have an OTN. But I do not have an OTN called general that I can just like pull into my pocket and be like, boop, there you go, because that's gonna get you blocked. That's gonna get you blocked. Daniel says, I read on ManyChat blog that sending too many OTNs within a short period of time might get you flagged by Facebook. Is this going to be a problem during a series? I have not had a problem with this, but here's what I would recommend you not do. I think one a day, you're probably safe. It's, I think what we're seeing is people who are going a little bananas and it's not just an OTN, it's that you're just sending too many messages. You're oversaturating. And the, out, the, the bot, the Facebook bot is gonna be like, this feels like spam because you're just sending, 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 right? So um, space them out, certainly. I send one OTN every day. And here's a key tip if you are doing a challenge because I'm doing this, is I actually split my OTN. Anyone who is within, or my, my notification, anyone who is within the OTN but, out, but inside the 24-hour window will only get the, the promotion message. So I actually do two broadcasts when I go live for my challenge every day. I have the one that are the people who are inside the 24-hour window, and I have the one for the people who are in the OTN. So I don't even send it to the whole OTN. And that's nice too if I need to have extra tokens in my challenge pack, if you will. All right, it's 9 a.m. I'm going to do five more minutes. This is your five-minute warning to get your questions in. We're going to do one more um, example here. I'm just reading it. Basically, I'd be really careful with sequences too. I've seen a lot of people have issues with getting blocked in sequences. And also people who have like a 23 hour delay, I wouldn't do that either. I think that that's dangerous, that's dangerous. I'm trying to find one that's not a confirmed event. Ah, here we go, here's a post-purchase update example. All right, so they're using a post-purchase update. Yes, post-purchase update and confirmed event reminder. Post-purchase update message to, on sent, sent to event attendees that their resources have been uploaded and are available in their shared Google Drive. Mm. Uh, and then the Conquer Bootcamp update is, we wanted to let you know the recordings of yesterday's Conquer HR Bootcamp have been uploaded to the share folder. Have you been able to access the folder? It's compliant as it's an update about their purchase being accessible after the event. That's questionable. That is definitely a gray area. And this is actually one of the things that I struggled with with my block. I had a account update as well. I think that if it is in fact a purchase, personally, this is just my opinion, if it is in fact a purchase that they made and you're updating them, maybe you could get away with it. I don't know. I don't know. That one's tricky. I, I can see why you would get blocked. And if they use the confirmed event reminder for that, I can see where you would get blocked. So 
That one wasn't very helpful at all. Can you give more information as requested by Mike? Thank you for your reply. My client only uses the, here's a comic growth tool one. Yep. Okay. So this person, I'm going to do this one because it's about the comic growth tool. This person has got a 0% block rate. They got blocked because of the comic growth tool. I asked, can you give us a little bit more information about how you're using the comment reply? They said, yes, thank you for your reply. My client only uses the comic growth tool. This is the only message that is sent via the comic growth tool. The only other option she uses is the default reply. The message that she sent is think this is the, the, the only message. Someone comments, this is the message that they sent, okay? It says, um, thanks so much for your comment on my live video today. Join my free keto community by clicking the button below. And then it links to their community. Now remember what I told you. When you're using a comment growth tool, the first message is an opt-in. It is not your content. So the mistake that we've seen here, which I actually told her, is that you need to make sure you have a confirmation message and then you can invite them to your community, okay? Okay, I had a couple questions here and then we're gonna close it for the day. For outside of the 24-hour rule for human manual messages, is there a benefit for using the live chat and mini chat over the native messenger? There is. Um, it, first of all, it pauses. There's so many. There's so many benefits, actually. It pauses the... Um, automation. So if you have a default message, if you have keywords that might trigger, um, if they're in the middle of a flow, it will pause everything while you chat with them. Um, the other benefit that I find is that I can easily connect to my flows. I can send them flows. A lot of people will come in and say, hi, I didn't receive, you know, I commented, but I never received the PDF. Because sometimes, especially with Androids, it seems lately, um, they won't get a PDF or something. And so I can simply just look up that flow that delivers it and I can just send it. So that saves me a lot of time. Um, it's also easier to, in my opinion, assign people and also have notes that I can see inside of Messenger. I can add tags really quickly. I can opt people in for things very quickly. So I find those things super helpful. Um, I know a lot of people just prefer the native inbox and that's cool too. You just have to weigh what features are most important. If you don't have a lot of automations and you don't have like default messages and stuff, it shouldn't be an issue for you either way. Let's see. I think this is the next question. You say that you cannot send messages after the event, but if the subscriber touches the button to enter the event there, he is opening the 24-hour window so I can talk to him about anything within the next 24 hours. Correct, but not under the confirmed event update tag. If you are within the 24-hour window, use other. If you if you are within the 24-hour window and use confirmed event reminder incorrectly, like you tag it confirmed event reminder, that supersedes the fact that you're within the 24-hour window. Facebook's bot is only going to look at the fact that you sent a confirmed event reminder. They could care less if it's in the 24-hour window. So if you're in the 24-hour window, the only tags that you should be using or content types are other. I hope that that makes sense for you. Thank the gods I've never experienced a block, but what do you do to restore your account? I have experienced a block twice this year. It's a pain in the butt. The first time I experienced a block is because I was using, ironically, a ManyChat affiliate link, which is exactly why I can tell you with great confidence that you cannot have affiliate links inside of your bot because that's literally what we found out um, from Facebook. So I was blocked for a month and it was painful. I appealed. Um, I actually have a video on my account that talks about the different things that you can do when you get a block. Nothing is guaranteed, but some of the tips I would say is number one, appeal if you can. I know that sometimes 
if the if the block is for like 24 hours, like it's a really short block, they will immediately close the ticket so you can't appeal. That happened to me recently. But if it's a longer, a bigger block, then they will keep the ticket open generally and you can appeal. When you're appealing, never go in there like, what the fudgesicle, dude? Like, you know, try to be nice. Um, you will win people over with your sweetness and sugar and whatever the saying is. Uh, Track more bees with honey. Although I always thought that one was weird because bees make honey and they're not necessarily attracted to honey. Um, attract more bees with pollen. Either way, be sweet. Um, say, you know, I would say definitely play like, I didn't know better. Most people don't. Be like, I'm really sorry. Um, I didn't know better. I'll do better next time. I learned my lesson, <laughs> you know, those sort of things. If you truly believe that it's not um, a fair block, then you need to bring your case. You need to show them why, what you've done. But as you can see from just the couple that we've gone through, these people all believe that they were unfairly blocked and they weren't. They were legitimately blocked and they just didn't know better. So if they went to appeal this, with, and some of them did, and Facebook's gonna be like, so, it, sorry. So make sure if you, you are going to appeal with, well, I didn't do anything wrong, that you legitimately didn't. So you might wanna reach out to someone like myself or you know comment in the Facebook group and say, hey, can someone just make sure that I didn't do anything wrong? because um, that won't work very well. Um, the other thing that you can do is if you go to, I don't remember the exact link, maybe someone else does, if you go to like Facebook's ad page, there's like a page for advertisers, not the ad account, there's like another page for business, like the business ad page. There's actually a chat feature and uh, you can chat with an ad representative. Um, they, they're not always very helpful because they're a completely different department, but sometimes they can at least give you a little pieces to the puzzle to give you an idea of what's going on. And that was helpful for me in my big block. And then fortunately I was very, very fortunate that I am the, one of the educators um, for ManyChat and I had a direct connection with ManyChat and they pushed really hard on their rep to get information for me. Um, either way, I still had to wait a month for my block to go away, but I was also able to learn why and not do it again. Um, the most recent block was an unfair block. I did talk to uh, Facebook about it and they agreed, but it was only a 24 hour block. So there was no recourse. There was no, cause your page has a page inbox support inbox. That's where you would go to read your ticket and to appeal. So those are the kind of things that you can do. Nothing's guaranteed certainly. And certainly do not keep repeating the thing. The other thing I would say is if you have a serious block, like one that's more than 24 hours, you need to disconnect your messenger, shut it down, go into your page settings and turn off, allow people to message my page. What I did when I was under the one year or the one month lockdown is I actually switched to WhatsApp. I'm not on WhatsApp now. I mean, I am on WhatsApp, but it's not connected now because I'm using Messenger, but I switched to WhatsApp and people were able to message me on WhatsApp and I pointed to my phone because that's where my WhatsApp is, but disconnect it because you don't want your automations to be triggering. You don't want anything to like signal the Facebook that you're ignoring their block because that will just continue. Your block will keep keep stacking. It's, it's a horrible experience. I, I had it happen. It's horrible. <laughs> How far past the many chat tutorials does your beginner course go? I've watched all the tutorials. If you've watched all the tutorials in my beginner's course, then you've seen them all, but I'm how far past the me oh you mean the free many chat course that I did for them that's already out of date yeah even my free foundations course is better than that course now um, which by the way you guys can get into my free foundations course too which is gonna get most of it done my beginners course goes way past that thing 
way past it. Um, so there's that. Oh, and did I mention that if you do the intensive, you also get my beginner's course for free? So it's like $200 of value right there just so that you can get that course along with all the other things that you get. So, oh man, you guys, we are already past the time I said I'd get off. The opt-in for the Comic Grow tool needs to be even when there is no attachment or link involved. Let's say someone comments asking for information, still needs confirmation. Always, 100% of the time, when you are using the Comment Grow tool, always you must have a confirmed message block first, a, a comment reply block. And you cannot have anything but a confirmation. And once they say yes, then you send them whatever you want. If you don't have that, you will likely get blocked eventually, okay? So always, the answer is always. Like Facebook ads, be nice, that's right. <clears throat> It always needs to have an opt-in. Oh, thank you. Yes, there's the support. God, Pam, you're just like the best human ever. There's your support link. Does it shut down your messenger page? Depends on the block. I've seen pages, if you, if they're really bad, um, then your your whole, you could lose messenger forever. If they're really, really bad, or maybe repeat offender situations, especially if you repeat the same offense over and over again, you can get your whole page deleted. Now that's really rare. And in the cases I've seen it happen, those people deserved it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but there, there are pages that have lost Messenger that, that didn't deserve it. Um, but I've seen the only time I have off the top of my head, I think I've maybe seen one or two pages ever that were totally shut down. And both times they were like, spamming the shit out of people, excuse my French. So, and there's the link to the free course, which if you took the ManyChat free course that I, you will see my face is in that. I actually wrote that course last summer. It's completely out of date, which is why I created this course, which is also free and covers things a lot clearer and it's, it's updated. I think I did it a month or two ago. When they changed the platform, I did it. So there you go. Woo, man, this was a long one. We did a lot today. If you found it helpful, please share this out. Tell a friend. Um, obviously, this will be up for a while. It's also going to be on my YouTube channel that you can access anytime you want over on YouTube. So you can snag it there if you can't find it on Facebook or you don't want the distraction. Maybe you want to reassess it. You guys have notes. The notes are there forever. Enjoy them. Um, Hopefully I'll have time this week to update the podcast with some information about this, but I hope that this was helpful. And if you do have questions, if you're not sure, it's better to be sure than, than not sure. So go to the Baby Got Bot Facebook group and com comment in there. I have a post right now that asks if you have had a block or if you're unsure, but don't even look for the post. Just, just ask the question. Just remember that if you want, I need more specifics, right? I need to know what is the purpose, how are you using the tag? And I, usually I need to know what that, at least that first message is that you're sending. And with that, I can usually tell you right away, like, yeah, or no, or <laughs> whatever it is. But please use me as a resource. I want you to succeed at this. I want everyone to succeed at this. I love messenger marketing. And it breaks my heart when people are like, ah, messenger marketing is useless and ManyChat is useless and blah, blah, blah. It's not. We're, we're still in the early stages of this crazy thing. And I will tell you from my, this is kind of a, a little end to the story before we sign off today. In my call with Facebook yesterday, something I discovered is that they are constantly innovating. The thing they continue to push on us and ask us was, what other features? What other features do you want to see? What other features? When we were literally like, stop, 
We don't want any more features. We just want you to fix the ones that are there, right? But the biggest takeaways for me were they're always innovating. So we are literally in the very beginning. We are in the very beginning. This thing is going to be look totally different next year as it does this year. So you just got to roll with it. Follow me. I'll keep you updated. Um, and then the other thing that was, that's been a big takeaway, not only from these, these calls that I've been having with the Facebook messenger team, but also going to, um, the conversations conference and listening to like Stan talk and stuff. And, and even reading like the PR pieces that are being pushed out because of the merge with Instagram, something that is an underlining theme that I think is really important. Most people are going to hate to hear this, but this is the theme. It is about human connection. So if your bot is only about push, you will fail. You will fail, 100%. I can, I can guarantee you will fail. And I'm not saying that you can't have push because obviously I use push, right? And what I mean by that is like, push, we're live, or here's that thing that you wanted a notification for. But that's not the core of what Messenger is meant to be in the mind of Facebook. So, it's about human connection and you need to figure out a way to make your chatbots human, but also connect the people who come into your chatbots to a human whenever possible, as soon as possible. Whenever it makes sense, as soon as possible. That should be your goal. And those are takeaways I've taken from just paying attention. And for those of you who know me, you know I am obsessed with this stuff. So when I say I'm paying attention, I am paying attention. I am reading everything I can. I am watching every interview I can about this topic from the Facebook source. I am asking questions, hard questions. Trust me, I push hard on those messenger people. And I got no problem being assertive. And the biggest takeaway was human first human first. So um, I hope that's helpful to you. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you guys are in the live video confidence challenge, we're going to be live in 45 minutes with today's training, which is content uh, for everyone else. Go check out the show notes, lots of resources in there, continued resources in there. And if you would like to dive in and have me, my brain on speed dial for 24 hours of awesome, it's not really 24 hours. It's like eight hours of awesome. Um, join one of my intensives. The prices will 100% be going up, not 100% higher, but definitely they will be going up in 2021. So this will be your best opportunity to get in on one of those. I'm excited because we're doing one. The first one is next Friday. Yay. I will talk to y'all later. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a wonderful rest of your day.